Yo, it's me, it's me, it's DDP. It's that time. Christmas time is here. Everybody knows there's not a better time of year. Here's that day. Santa's on his way. Kiss him parade for Christmas vacation. I was eating junk that had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. High five. My fellow DDP Yoga Warriors, what better way to make Diamond Off Stage theme music better than have me juking along to it? <laughs> um, I hope you guys are well. It is it is a uh, a uh, cold day for most of the uh, United States and Canada here. I know for a fact we just chiseled uh, Crystal out of her home enough to warm up the pi- uh, the power lines to be able to broadcast to you live from the DDP Yoga Megaplex right here, where I currently reside in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina which is a balmy 43 degrees, which I guess I won't uh, get, get too, uh, too woe is me about that because I know Crystal is basically in the tundra. Um, <laughs> but uh, welcome. It's another episode of GDP Radio, live right here at GDPRadio.com. Um, it's, it's a beautiful time. It's a beautiful time of year. It's a wonderful life, and that is our theme for today's show we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We have a very special guest on the line. He's been a DDP Yoga Warrior for quite some time now, and he uh, is one of those guys that is just owning it right now. He's going to tell his story. we got uh, Jersey Jerry on the line in just a few minutes. We're going to bring him on. But I, f- I was thinking about things, and, you know, it's, it's a very, very, you know, difficult time for a lot of people. And, you know, the, the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, and, and it's basically Diamond Dallas Page's uh, – you know, it, it's his religion. It's his whole being is wrapped up into that film. It's such an important movie to him. And uh, I was thinking, it is a wonderful life. So let's own it and uh, let's own our lives and let's uh, you know be thankful and grateful for what we do have. And despite a, a really hard time for a lot of people, it's been a tough year, a lot of ups and downs. You know, when you really think about it and you think of all we have and whether it's monetary, whether it's uh, goods or whether it's family and friends we are uh, all rich in uh, something and if you don't think you are just being in this DDPO community makes you rich in community which is something to be grateful for especially um you know in these times when things can get hard especially this time of year where a lot of people mm-hmm. suffer from depression and anxiety 
it's great to know that a community like this exists and uh, full of positive people. So we're going to focus on that. We're instead of focusing on the bad, instead of focusing on the negative, we're going to focus on the good, and we're going to focus on this wonderful life. So let's do that today. We got a guest uh, coming on, and I got to take care of a little business first uh, with dates and stuff. But I'm just going to bring him on right now. So let's do this right now. Um, he's, you probably know him if you're around the DDP Yoga community. Um, he's uh, up in the Jersey area. And uh, he is, uh, uh, I don't know, how long have you been doing this, Jerry? I started my, uh, pardon me, my personal journey with it began in September of 2013. 2013. And uh, that's, that's, that's a quite a, I'm thinking, I'm like, what year is it? That's that's almost, you know, that's four <laughs> years. And uh, that's, a, that's a good time to be around the community. And uh, it's people like him that I think are, are really great examples of, uh, you know, the longevity and uh, keeping it up and sticking with it. So uh, without any further ado, I'm going to bring him on. Uh, Jersey Jerry. Jerry Lowe, how are you, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, Hi, Jerry. No problem. And, of course, I've got to give it up to the ice queen herself all the way up there in, uh, what is it, 74 degrees negative in Canada where you are? <laughs> it's pretty cold. It's pretty cold today. <laughs> Crystal Stewart, she is the queen of Canada. Crystal Stewart, how are you? I'm really cold, but other than that, I'm good. It is a balmy minus 27 here today. So, you know, after we can, it makes working out a little difficult, but we still get up and do it. So, yeah. Yeah, it makes thawing out a little difficult, let alone working out. Yeah, turn your blood uh, to corn syrup. Oh, absolutely. I, I got to come clean real quick. Um. I, I usually broadcast this show. I got this really nice setup out, out you know, next to my living area in, in my home. And my uh, my fiance Katie, booted me out of there because she wanted to come <laughs> Christmas music and do some holiday cooking. So I'm on the floor in my wrestling room, and it's totally thrown me for a loop because I sit on the floor all the time. It's something. It's weird. My dad, growing up, always used to, like, watch TV. He'd sit on the floor. So I've always kind of done that. I sit on the floor. But – Broadcasting from the floor feels really weird to me, and it's like I'm trying to get used to like the <laughs> dynamics. So I'm kind of thrown off by everything, and my leg is already asleep. So this is going to be interesting. Anyways, <laughs> and if we get a chance, we might go out and visit Katie, who's blasting In Sync Christmas right now. I kid you not. We might have to embarrass her at some point. <laughs> it's loud. Uh, but uh, uh, welcome. Uh, on a personal note, I want to thank you guys uh, real, really uh, very very much. Um, last week's show. Uh, if you guys haven't listened to it with DDP back on the air with us, um, we brought up some stuff, some personal stuff that I've been uh, dealing with in my DDP yoga journey. And uh, to be quite honest, I wasn't prepared for the legitimate, uh, you know, outpouring of support that I had. Um, and I am very good at, uh, at uh, breaching any subject, no matter what kind of taboo or uncomfortableness, except for sincerity <laughs> and except for, uh, you know, legitimate, uh, you know, uh, emotional stuff so I'm not good with that kind of stuff so I don't really know how to react to it and uh, it felt really good it felt good to uh, get surrounded by so much support and love and I thank you and I'm humbled and uh, enough with all that sincerity stuff because it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> but uh, I appreciate it there was a lot of people who reached out to me and uh, it was very much uh, very much needed and very much appreciated so thank you um, uh, we got coming up don't forget the DDP Yoga Retreat, ddpyogaretreat.com. 
um, all kinds of stuff, uh, DDP dates over at DDPOGoWorkshops.com. And uh, i got to play this real quick before we go. Um, as you guys know, the Chris Jericho cruise has been heating up. Uh, if you're a wrestling fan, you probably saw all over the news. I haven't seen the, the footage yet, but he did a big uh, promotion in, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and everyone's yeah. been talking about it, and it all, all culminate on the Jericho cruise. Um, I'm not the person to ask about that because uh, I don't have the inside scoop, but this guy does, so check it out. This is Chris Jericho telling you about the DDP Yoga uh, no, sorry, the Jericho Cruise, which will include uh, DDP Yoga workshops and appearances by DDP himself, rock and roll, wrestling, and just a hell of a good time. So uh, without further ado, here is the Ayatollah. Hey, this is Chris Jericho inviting you to the first ever rock and wrestling rager at sea. Picture this. Rock and roll, wrestling, comedy, live podcasting, all on the open ocean from October 27th to the 31st, 2018 from Miami to Nassau. I'm bringing Hall of Fame wrestlers, some of the greatest rock and roll bands on the planet, and putting the first wrestling ring on a cruise ship ever. Don't be a stupid idiot. Make the list. Check us out at (laughs) ChrisJerichoCruise.com. Well, how's that? Is that enough of a sell for you? That's uh, yeah. YGJ, Chris Jericho, uh, why you should be on the Jericho cruise, and uh, you definitely should because it's going to be a hell of a time and pretty groundbreaking. I don't think there's ever been such a, a a multi-dimensional entertainment cruise before. You know, there's wrestling, there's rock and roll, there's comedy, and uh, if you're on it, I'm I'm personally guaranteeing it. You will have a good time, and I stand behind my guarantee, not with any financial incentives, but... But for my word, which pretty means nothing really in the creative spirit, but just just go, you'll have a good time. All right. Um, so I, I want to bring on Jerry, and uh, we got a lot to talk about with Jerry. And uh, I also want to uh, uh, say we're going to be doing a new segment on this show uh, uh, coming up where we're going to do a little personal stuff and uh, personal touches. And uh, I'm, every week I'm going to ask Crystal, what kind of music are you working out to? What's the record that gets you inspired, that gets you moving, that gets you you know, your blood pumping, gets you on the mat, gets you rolling. So we're going to do that. But what's your workout album of the week? It doesn't have to be the album you work out to, but one that gets you pumping, you know, your blood flowing. I'll answer that. We're going to ask our guest that too. And uh, towards the end of the show, we're going to give you a chance to tell us what the workout album is that really gets you pumping because it inspired me because on the VEP Yoga post recently, uh, Christina Russell uh, asked, um, what do you guys listen to to get you guys fired up? And I had a really good response. So I thought that would be a cool question because – I know music is, is inspirational for a lot of people, and it, it's really empowering for a lot of people. And what better way to rev up your uh, workout than uh, Diamond Dog to some dirty rock and roll, some blues, some rhythm and blues, some hip-hop, whatever you're into. Uh, so we're going to talk that as well. But um, first things first, Jersey Jerry, uh, I know we had you on the show a while back. Is that right? Did we have you on? Yeah, you had uh, done a show that basically just focused on the uh, certified instructors calling in. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I did I, I did call in back then, yes. Okay. Um, so uh, you guys started in, in 2013. Uh, what kind of was your incentive for starting DDP Yoga? Usually somebody has a tipping point that kind of drives them into seeking out a uh, healthier lifestyle. What was it for you? Basically uh, a beaten up body. Um, I mm-hmm. was a landscaper for a lot of years. I suffered a, suffered a back injury and um, really couldn't do any more hardcore exercising after a certain point because I did used to get involved with weightlifting and um, 
after my body just started breaking down, I happened to turn on, um, and I had always been a professional wrestling fan for as long as I can remember, and turned on HBO's Real Sports one night and saw the segment with DDP, Jake the Snake, and uh, Scott Hall, and when he said DDP had a program, thought that came into my head was, here's a guy that, you know, uses his bo- his body as his livelihood, and mm-hmm. if he's doing this, he's creating this, he believes in this, what have I got to lose? I mean, so I, you know, I have to admit that one of the first things I did when I got the program was check what the money back guarantee was, because I've done this kind of thing before with other programs, and the claims, the, 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 the um, what's there doesn't back up the claim. So I'm like, well, let me let me do the 30 day thing and um, see see where we're going with this. And uh, I, you know, I started. I got the program guide out once it came. I started with that and um, popped in the uh, Diamond Dozen and Energy. And I thought, you know, this this is this is really starting to feel good. This is giving me everything that the program said. And um, and just from there, it just started to slowly, you know, and which was important for me slowly build up to something that I could incorporate to my daily life that would not beat the crap out of me. It'd give me everything that a good workout should. So that's pretty much where it was born for me. That's awesome. Um, oh, Crystal, did you ask something? Yeah, I was just going to say, Jerry, when you have you adopted the eating plan with DDP yoga as well? For the most part, yes. Um, I yeah. am only human, especially this time of the year. Uh, yeah. There are holiday parties nightly, and I'm one that believes that if you want that piece of cake or whatever, go ahead and eat it, but don't make it a habit because if you if you deprive yourself, you're only going to regret it down the road. So that's right. But but most day, most days of the week, I do pretty much try to stick to what they call, I guess. The, the phase three or caveman style diet, um, lean meats, fruits, vegetables, uh, pretty much that. I I really do try, and gosh, for years I used to live off of lean cuisine, and all that is 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 crap. It, but it was yeah. so convenient for my for where I was working that I could just throw one in and and be done with it. And I never put two and two together that now maybe the realize real the, one of the reasons I don't feel so great is is because of what I'm eating, but when you take the time to make a decent meal for yourself, uh, you really do notice the difference in it. So I wouldn't say I'm, yeah. I'm hardcore with the eating, but I'm getting there. Good. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, that's what so many people, you know, they're obviously clean eating is important and it's, uh, you know, will lead to success. I mean, there's no doubt if you do the, the, the eating plan, you will be successful. Like that's just, you know, that's what happens. Your body, you know, physiology yep. and biology will dictate that. But, you know, you made a good point. We are only human. And, you know, sometimes when we look at things in black and white, either, you know, victory or success or failure and disaster, it sets us up for long-term mentality, uh, you know, psychological issues with weight loss. Right, exactly. Um, so, you know, I actually heard it. Sorry, I'm, I'm. I was trying to readjust here. This floor is brutal. I don't know if I was making a lot of noise or what. But um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, I heard somebody talk about it the other day. I was on a podcast and they talked about uh how they were being uh, vegan. Um, they were trying veganism, 
but they called it reasonable vegan, which I'm going to try to eat as healthy as possible and eat as clean and vegan as possible. But also I have to be alive. I have to live and I have to not miss out on every opportunity to have fun with my friends or go to a wedding. So allowing yourself uh, the reasonable, you know, discussion with yourself, whether this is worth it or not worth it. And if it is worth it, you know, probably, uh, you know, partaking in something like that is long-term more beneficial than just completely depriving yourself. And then when you do fall off, things go to hell. Right. And you know, as well as I do, as we sit here having this conversation, guilt doesn't work. It doesn't work. No, so there's no point in being, right. There's no point in beating yourself up over it. You know what? You've made a mis- You've slipped. You've, you know, made a wrong turn. That's okay. You know what? Just, get back on the horse. I mean, it really is that easy. Don't, don't spend too long spinning your tires in the mud. You're not going to get anywhere. I think that's such a great distinction to make from a, from a long-termer like yourself, because as you said uh, earlier that, you know, you had tried several other different workout programs. And to be honest, most workout programs are built, uh, you know, from a place of legitimacy. Like they're not, Mike? Oh, did we lose Mike? I think we might have lost him. Uh, maybe Ooh, maybe that's... he rolled on the floor too much. <laughs> uh, maybe he's dancing around to Katie's in sync or <laughs> the Christmas carols. Oh, uh, well, me, me and in sync aren't in sync. Yeah, um, me neither. Uh, <laughs> traditionalist when it comes to the holiday music. I'm sorry. <laughs> Me too. I'm old school. So, Jerry, while it's just you and I, I don't even know if we're still on the air, but um, what would you say at this stage of the game has been your biggest um, hang-up about the program? What's been the hardest thing that you've had to work through? Uh, the hardest thing for me is and and I'll probably have this issue with me for as long as I do the program, is the fact, because of my condition, I, that I'm still, I'm going to have to modify certain parts of the program for, for as long mm-hmm. as I do the program. And um, just, I, I guess about a couple of weeks or so ago, I tried a position that, um, I tried to do Black Crow. And <laughs> I've never had any luck at all with that. I tried it again, and I, and I kind of put myself out of commission for a few days, and I'm like, and I remember just getting off the mat and saying, "What am I doing to myself?" Yeah. You know, it's like it's like that's the hardest part for me is it, when I teach a class, it's so much easier for me to tell these people what to do, and then I and then for when I get home and do my own workout, I don't back up my own words and say, "Oh, I can yeah. do this this time." That's the ongoing thing that. To be perfectly honest, I'm going to have a problem probably with till the day I do my very last DDP yoga workout. It's just it's just a, a, a character flaw that needs a lot of work, and uh, I will continue to work on it. Yeah, I struggle with Black Crow as well. It's been the one thing over the course of the last six years I just cannot get down. Now, in six years, my, my I have a medical condition that has you know progressed. And it just, I mean, Black Crow is just not my friend. 
Now, that's not to say that I quit. I mean, I pull it out every once in a while, but that doesn't necessarily, I just haven't got it down yet. <laughs> sure. Did, am I back with you guys? Hi, Mike. Yes. Oh, oh there you I could hear everything you did. I could hear everything you said. I just couldn't. You couldn't hear me. Um, nope. That was weird. Good thing you didn't start, you know, really trashing me. Like, oh man, that Mike. No, I, 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 I was going to wait. I was going to wait to go on Twitter and do that later. But uh, we, can, we can do that now. Uh, oh, join awesome. the club. I, I get bullied so badly on Twitter, and then besides my mom, there's a lot of other people that do it too. <laughs> my mom does the GDP radio web web page. You suck. Shut oh, up. Um, just kidding. Um, so I apologize for that. I don't. I don't know what happened. Um. So uh, I that was. I, mean, I liked where you were taking that though. Um. Obviously, you got certified. How long? I missed. Uh, how long uh, into your uh, GDP yoga career did you get certified? Uh, it took me about um. Little little over two years. I said I got the program for myself, and then uh, one of the first things that um, that I did for myself to put a little plant a little seed in is I went to a workshop in um, Point Pleasant, New Jersey, and the energy in the room was just off the charts. And I could sit here and probably for the next hour or so, or or even hours or whatever, and try to describe to somebody. The energy that a DDP workshop has, and I wouldn't do it justice. It has to be oh. done to be believed. And yeah. I walked so out true. there that day. I walked out of there that place that day, and I said to myself, "Boy, maybe, maybe I could teach this, and maybe I could." Well, I couldn't, could never obviously get the energy level DDP gets, but I could make my own little way with this, and that's like where the seed planted, and then. Uh, down the road later, I, you know, I got in touch with um, a friend of mine, Mary Calico, who's also a uh, outstanding instructor, but even be- better mentor. Her and Travis Roberts, um, yeah, our certified instructor, took me under their wing when I said I was going to commit to doing this, and um, and you know, we just sat down, worked worked hard, and in October 2015, after. Yoga doc made me wait about three months to find out if I got certified or not. He was testing my patience. I finally got the news and email that I was certified. That's, that's, that's awesome. awesome. You talked about uh, the, the the workshop. I think that's so important to get uh, hit to. Uh, Kat Arnett uh, tagged me in a post um, earlier uh, yesterday because it had been the anniversary from a workshop that I had promoted up in up in New England where we brought uh, Dallas into a local, um, just a big CrossFit studio, huge, and 100 people showed up, and Kat was one of those people. And for her, it changed her life, and uh, she is very open with her her, uh, appreciation for Dallas and everyone that was there at that workshop for taking such good care of her because she walked in off the streets never having done a DDP yoga workshop or worked out, period, never did a workout and then showed up and did the DDP yoga workshop. And, you know, she had some physical uh, limitations and some injuries and Dallas took the time to make sure she had a mat that her knee wouldn't hurt or anything. And the energy in that workshop from off the street, I don't think she was even a wrestling fan. I don't think she was a wrestling person, but that really inspired her and kept her in the community. And like you said, 
it really just ups everything. It brings the energy and it brings the appreciation for what this whole thing is to a whole new level. And I've told this story many times before, but when I first showed up in the DDP yoga community, I'm not big on, um, uh, this sounds horrible, but I've never been big on forming relationships with people that I don't meet in person. Uh, it sounds kind of, you know, crappy, but I could never do the online dating. I could never do the online friendships and stuff. So it felt kind of awkward talking to people that I had never known. And when I got into this community and everyone was so nice and I'm like, there's no nice people on the internet. Ah, oh, crap. I must have joined a cult. <laughs> but I did. I'm like, did I join, did I join a cult? And it was because just the, the whole uh, graciousness and the helpfulness of everyone involved was so foreign because, you know, a lot of people in a lot of places where you reside on the internet, it's a breeding uh, harvest of negativity. So when you get around uh, positive, helpful people, sometimes you don't know how to accept that kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, atmosphere, but it is. And once you meet these people in person and you get to the workshops and you realize that like how amazing and interesting and fun and diverse everyone is like, you know, this isn't a wrestling crowd. It's not just wrestling fans. There's people from all walks of life. I think people kind yeah. of forget that. That yeah. you know, it's not that you know, GDP brought a lot of people in from wrestling, but ultimately, there's more non-wrestling fans in this program than wrestling fans yeah. because it's become so universal and just different people from different backgrounds, and it's incredible. And like you said, bringing that to the next level and bringing that. Uh, you know, getting you to the next level was the workshop, which for so many people, once you join a workshop, you ain't going nowhere because DDP yoga is cemented in everything you are. Uh, that that's absolute. That's so true because when I when I in right, I guess about a week or so after the workshop, um, I believe it was uh, I think it was Brenda actually who posted a picture of the workshop and. We were all down in a plank position, and there's about 20 of us in the picture. I would say that of the 20 of us, seven, a good 15 or maybe even more of us are all doing the pose differently, move the move differently. We've got people using a chair. We've got people on their knees. We've got people who are who look like uh, they could be on the cover of a fitness magazine knocking it out. That, that's the beauty of the program right there in a nutshell. I, I've told this to Dallas and Brenda. I said that picture is DDP yoga in a nutshell because all those yep. people were doing it their own way and getting the same benefit. And I think when it comes, sorry, Mike, go ahead. Oh no, go for it. Sorry. I'm sorry, Crystal. No, I was just thinking that, you know what, and that you're right. I mean, that's, we are all at different starting points and different parts of our journey and that there, there is no, excuse not to try because really you just pick up from wherever you are does that make sense it makes per- oh. makes perfect sense to me yeah i yeah I that totally and you know another thing with me with the the whole certification was too um and, and mike touched on this right at the beginning with this time of the year there's a lot of people who suffer from the mental side of things. And I yep. myself yep. Um, do ha- have my own battles that I fight with this. And it's um, in 1999, I had a real, really severe bout with it. And I started to self-educate. And the more I self-educated, the more I, the one word kept coming back to me was exercise. 
And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, what kind? Well, what kind of exercise can I do? And all I remembered back then was I wish that I had somebody to talk to that has been through this and can talk, tell me, give me the answers I need to get myself to help, pardon the pun, the heck out of here. And when I got to the point where I could possibly teach, that's where I said, I, you know, I said, now I have the chance to be that person who wasn't around when I was looking for it. Now, now people can come to me and say, you know, you've been down the road. What's it like? And, you know, and I can give them answers. And that's that's mainly the main reason I became certified. That's it's so awesome to, you know, there's so many people in the deep yoga who are different, but so many people who battle the same issues. And a lot of our issues, you know, you can hook up with people that are like minded or dealing with a lot of the same stuff you are. I was talking to a friend of mine recently in the DDPO community about um, depression. And uh, it's funny because, you know, it's something that people don't talk about openly a lot of times. You know, it's it's one of those things that, you know, society doesn't want to hear your problems. And uh, so a lot of people don't come forward with that stuff. But I was reading an article the other day on – you know, antidepressants and how many are dished out every year and the percentage of people who are dealing with some sort of percentage, I mean, depression is staggering. And meanwhile, we treat it like it's like this social pariah, like there's two of us in the world to talk to. So we're all dealing with something or some kind of form of it. Most of us are dealing yep. with some kind of it, but no one will talk about it. So I said to my buddy, I said, I was reading a statistic and this may not be, you know, uh, <laughs> politically correct to say, but I was reading a statistic that adult fil- adult websites get more daily clicks than Amazon, Twitter, and Facebook combined. That's a true statistic. I just read that the other day. But you ask wow. anybody and nobody will go to nobody would admit going to adult website. That's the thing with depression too. All these medications are going coming from somewhere, but none of us will talk about them. So it's it's one of those things that we're more alike than you think. And if you actually get the time to talk to somebody, you'll realize, well, all these prescriptions for depression medications are going on every year, but no one I know has depression. Well, yeah, they do. And once you can get with a person that's dealing with a lot of the same issues as you, you hook up, you have someone who relates to what you're dealing with. That's huge, especially in a battle of, of you know, trying to lose weight or get healthy. Have somebody who has a lot of the same triggers and has a lot of the same problems to overcome is huge when uh, dealing with your journey. Oh, yeah. You know, right, and it's, I mean, if you were playing a game and broke your leg or or got injured, you wouldn't hesitate to pop a few Tylenol to ease the pain. And it's it's really no different if you suffer from a depressive illness because what that really is, is the chemicals in your brain aren't functioning the way they should. That's all that is. It's it's not a reflection on you as a person. It's just something there's just something in the brain that isn't producing the way it should. And I myself have never had a problem telling anybody that I have this I have this. I I can understand where people are coming from that that uh, that aren't so as willing to share, but for me for whatever reason I've just never Never wanted to hide from it, never wanted to run from it, but I wanted to be a voice for people who kind of like, oh, I'm depressed, I'm never going to amount to anything. Well, I'm here to tell people that 
And when I was 34 years old, getting out of bed was a chore for me because all all my in, injuries and my mental state and everything. I'm going to be – I'm 54 years old now. I, I wouldn't trade where I am now for anything. I mean, I, you know, it, it's like I'm in, I'm in the best state that I've ever been in because I've admitted to myself that, you know, there are things about me like, like depression that I have to deal with on a daily basis. But I also I could turn it into something positive by being, being there for somebody to say, look at what I'm doing. And if I mm-hmm. can do this – and how much, how much have you heard this on DDP Yoga? If you say you can oh, or you say you right. can't, you're right. It's the story you tell yourself. And what, do you, what do you want it to be? And for me, what I wanted it to be was I don't want to feel like crap, but I want to tell, see if I can tell, stop other people from feeling like crap. I mean, the classes I teach today was a great example. It was a minus six-degree windshield today. And I, taught a, <laughs> I taught a class, and I'm thinking – there's nobody coming through that door because if I was a student, I wouldn't have been coming through that door. But I got four people today, and I was blown away by that. I'm like, did it come out on that kind of day just to take a class with me? It was like, that just validates everything to me. See, and I love that because there's I, when I first started all this, and I distinctly remember having conversations with Dallas and. I remember him sending me, it was a clip of a song and I, please forgive me. I forget the name of the person who sings the song originally, but to make a long story short, this, the line in the song is tough times don't last, but tough people do. So very true. Yes. Yeah. And, and- Scott Stapp, uh, Scott, uh, Scott Stapp, who's Scott Stapp? That's the clear creed, yeah. Scott Hall ended up using that in his uh, Hall, of Spain, Hall of Fame speech, and I yeah. know that, that that's taken off mm-hmm. huge. Exactly. Um, and, and, and it's true. Like, you know, um, you know, I know a lot of us uh, are trying to escape what we used to be. I know for a fact that my biggest problem was just laziness and, and just pigging out and just I was so ashamed of myself and I've tried to run so far from that. And, you know, we grow as people and, you know, or we don't discount our past, but we learn from our past. And like you said, you know, tough times aren't going to stick around and you have the ability to move on from the tough times. You have ability to change those tough times, but you know, you're always going to be that person and those tough times don't uh, last, but they define you. They define who you become, who you are, what you've gone through, what you're, uh, you currently are. So people a lot of times yeah. will look at those horrible negative times as a bad thing, but if you can overcome them, they're the best thing in the world because they're a better education than any four-year degree could ever give you. See, and Dallas and I have had some amazing conversations. And in one of the, I, you know, I'm always more than willing to share the little snippets of those conversations. And one of them is, is are you subscribing to your own bullshit? Mm. It's a really I, I, it's I one a, of those questions. I have a lifetime subscription. Kind of, yeah, you know what? It's one of those questions that slaps you in the face, but when you stop and think about it, you go, Whoa, wait a minute. And you start to reevaluate all the things that you're maybe telling yourself or maybe not telling yourself or, you know, just doing out of, you know, your brain thinking it's just habit. 
Well, they can be changed. All of it can be changed. You know, it's interesting. Oh, it's it's so true. There has there has to be that. The first thing you have to do, and and with me, I you know, I just told myself, if I can't help anybody, if I can't help myself, and amen, and that's that's amen. where it all stemmed from for me. It's like I got to get this ship right before I can go out and try to pilot somebody else's boat. You know, it's like um, you know, just that that was that was the thing for me. I don't do EDP yoga for the person that looks in the mirror each morning because quite frankly, I don't care what I look like on mm-hmm. the outside. It's what um, I got on the inside. It's it, it's what the, what is genuine about me and that's what I want people to see. And, you know, it's like and I applaud each and every weight loss story out there with DDPY. It, it's just mind-blowing when you, when you see their success stories. I love it and I myself have gotten some benefit from it. I you know, I'm down, I'm down a few gene sizes, and I'm not. I'll take it as a nice side benefit. But when I have somebody like I had about a month ago come up to me and say, "You are totally different than I remember a couple of years ago," that's that's what I. If someone says that to me, then that that's the biggest compliment I can ever receive. I want to be a different person than I was. I, it's not about the image in the mirror. And you grow as you know. You evolve as a person too. And I know, I was a I was a fat kid for a lot of most of my teenage years and beyond. And I know when I first started losing weight, you know, when I was younger and you lose weight, you know, I, I was a big guy, but I could still move like a son of a gun. Like I could, I was, I felt good. I could run, I could jump. So my weight never bothered me. So my reason for initially losing weight is because I want the pretty girl at the, at the bar to, to, to not be grossed out when I come up and talk to her, <laughs> you know, mine, mine were completely uh, originally, um, you know, physical reasons, you know, I want to look good. I want to look good without my shirt on. Um, now that I'm 35 years old and, and you start putting on the weight and you deal with 35-year-old problems, which are different than 21-year-old problems, and suddenly you realize that the stairs are difficult or getting out of bed to the snap, crackle, and pop, it kind of adjusts and realigns your motivations quickly. And you realize that how important things are when you can put it into context not I want to look good so I can get that pretty girl at the end of the bar, but I want to feel good so I can be here to live with my fiance or my future wife or my future children and be alive to, you know, see them grow. Like that's a huge difference in motivation. And when you start looking at your health as your motivation and when you start depending on your health as motivation and you depend on the important things besides the physical, you know, physical looking good is always nice, but, you know, you're not going to look good if you're if you're not here to look good. You know, there's there's priorities, and those priorities adjust really quickly the older you get. Yeah, it, true story. It, it's so true because, and um, like I said to my wife the other day, I said at age at age 54, I think I'm actually growing up. It you know <laughs> you you get you get it you, you get your priorities defined as you get older. Like and like 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 Mike said. You know, when I when I was around that age, I had a different set of priorities than I do now. And it, it, it's and it, it's. I'm not going to say. I mean, for now, it's the right set. But you know, anything that you you encounter along the way that gets you to where you are now, it, it's done for a reason. And mm-hmm. 
it's showing you do I want to do I want to stay the guy at the bar that you know that um that wants to look look for the pretty girls some people want that other people as they get older they don't want that you know it's a one that that's what's beautiful about life it doesn't come with an instruction manual we 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 we, we, we get to write our own and, you know, youth is wasted on the young because if I knew yeah. now with the youth I have then, like, you think about it, like, you know, my dad used to give me great, great advice when I was a kid, like, younger. And you know, I just clap back, shut up, Dad, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know, you don't listen to it. But then you think back of all the people that tried to treat you and youth just put up that wall of, of you know, shut up, you don't know what you're talking about. But as you get older you get the demeanor and the understanding of what people were trying to do along with, you know, sometimes, you, you know, you, you wish that you had listened to the people who, who knew better. And you're, now that you get older, you learn the wisdom in that. So when somebody I know who is successful in something that I respect, you have the ability to kind of take that in and really internalize it more than you did when you were younger. So you may have a younger body and it may be more, you know, youthful and spry and, and bounce back easier but nothing can replace every lesson that you learned along the way to get you and what you can do with that. You know, there's no time limit. There's no, you know, cutoff. You can always be growing and always be a better person. And that's the beauty of getting older. And it's, it's so valuable. Absolutely. And I can say for myself, I'm when I was younger in this whole journey, it was, I classified as my vanity and sanity years, you know, so you work out crazy. I mean, you look fantastic, but then I got diagnosed and I was sick and I'm still sick and your priorities change. Life gets in the way you start reevaluating. So no longer is it so important what you look like on the outside but what you feel on the inside I think that's really important absolutely Absolutely. one of the things oh go ahead Jerry I'm sorry one of the things one of the things I always uh, look at on on TV and you ever watch the red carpet show before the Oscars you see see these stunning absolutely stunning bodies Look at their faces sometimes. Can't find a smile among them because that's all that is. That that's that is a that is a phony performance. Just because of how look how good we can squeeze into a tux or a wedding gown, but the, but, but but those people they, they don't look happy. They look like just they're there to have their pictures taken, and it's just like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want that life. I'm sorry, I, that's not me. <laughs> you know, it's a, no, it's you know, it's a very it's a vanity based existence and yeah. Yeah. It's funny how life can kind of snap you back into reality. It, oh, it's, it's in, you know, like you said, Crystal, it's, it's, you know, money and, and, and looks don't buy happiness because at the end of the nope. day is the guy with barely scraping by, got a house paid for who's feeling good and can go, you know, live his life better off than the millionaire confined by his health issues to a bed. Like, you know, at the end, the money doesn't mean anything. The looks don't mean anything. We're all ending up in the same place. None of us are getting yeah. out of it alive. And, the per- and I tell right. you what, as, as you get older, the years, the quality of life becomes the true currency. And a lot of the people who, you know, do have the money and, 
you know, pissed it away with booze and drinks and drugs, their quality of life often isn't good towards the end. And ultimately the person who is healthy and, and feeling great is the true uh, person who is rich um, in life. So it's something to remember. I, rich people just have different I, sets of problems. And I think this is a, a great kind of example of how priorities shift. And you become a product of your environment. So suddenly, you know, we are all finding ourselves in this place that, you know, look at Team DDP Yoga. I mean, holy moly, it is probably by far one of the most supportive places I've ever been. So when you surround yourself or when you um, allow yourself to be a part of something like that and you put yourself out there, it, it really is life-changing. It really is life-changing. So, for sure. Yeah, exactly. And, and I know, exactly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and Crystal, you're doing an awesome job over there, teamdyoga.com. And we talked about it earlier, finding people in a community setting. And, you know, some of you probably aren't rich with monetary, you know, assets or with uh, possessions or with the best car or the best house. And I know I'm, I'm certainly not the coolest kid on the block with any of that stuff either. But like I said, if you can find a community of like-minded people who care about you and are truly supportive, then yeah. that is wealth in itself. And that's ultimately where we were going with this whole show today. It's a wonderful life. You know, I actually have never actually watched a wonderful life through. And Katie is in the club. <laughs> Katie is infuriated by that. She owns it, and her parents watch it every year, and I sit down to watch it, and I fall asleep. So I'm not the, the, uh, the person to ask about this, but I know the uh, the, the, the theme is, you know, being, being grateful for, for people and, and, you know, being rich in, in community and love and stuff like that. And that's what this GDP Yoga community is, coming into a place where, you know, uh, you talked about it earlier, Jerry, that picture of you guys all standing there, each in a different place, you know, bigger people, smaller people, fit people, injured people, you know, limited people, uh, super mm-hmm. ability people all together. And I don't care. I mean, I, you go into any other health club or any other fitness program of, of professional fitness people and you go work out with them and you look like you don't belong and you'll feel like you don't belong. But here, right. not only do we accept you, we pull you up to everyone else's level. And that's what it's about, you know, reaching out for the people who may not be, you know, above you. Because I know there's people above me that I depend on for, for a reach up, you know. And uh, there's people below me that I require myself to reach down to. And we're all pulling each other up because we're all going to need it at some point. And there's a great quote, <laughs> and this is important for me right now because – I've stumbled and I've fallen pretty far in my journey. And there's a great quote, and I don't know who originally said it, but I know Jim Cornette uh, told it to me, you know, years back. He said, "Remember the 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 the, the uh, what is it? The people you step in on the way up are also yep. connected to the asses you got to kick kiss on the way down." And it's true. Yep, true story. We're all going to be sure up. Is. We're all going to be down. We're all going to be up. We're all going to be down, and we're all going to depend on each other when. Times get hard and times get stressful, and that's what this community is so amazing. And uh, what we do here is so important. But um, I want to wrap up real quick. Sorry, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, it's a different kind of currency we use around here. Just saying. It's it, it is it's 
it's so true. And there's so many people from different socioeconomic backgrounds and religions and races and, and just ethnicities and groups. And none of that matters here because we're all nope. just DDPOGA warriors. And uh, the good times yeah, like Mike, so it's so important. And like Mike was just saying about the um, go, walking into a gym, if you walk into a DDPOGA workshop and you give off an air like you think you may not belong, Dallas will will find you and he will hunt you and he will make you the star <laughs> of the workshop whether you want to be or not. Or not. <laughs> he has a way he has a way of finding the person that doesn't feel like they belong and all of a sudden that that person is like the rock star for the day. Because <laughs> you guys know Dallas better than I do. He he you know, he grows on you. And when Yeah, and he does. When, and, and when when he gets a hold of you, it's something special because it's like it, it means talk about genuine. There's there's no I don't I can't think of a, of a quote unquote celebrity person out there that is more genuine than him. I just I I've met a few and there's there's nobody even close. I'm sorry, it, it just nobody even comes close. But what I wanted to say on a since it's the holidays and talking about uh, some good stuff here is. My favorite part of the show last week, because I tuned in because I knew Dallas was going to be on, my favorite part of the show is when a certain somebody got invited to Atlanta to attend the Motivational <laughs> Summit. And I told Dallas to shut up. That was just awful. I was mortified, for which I have apologized for, by the way. But, yeah, no, wow. That was, that was awesome. If you hadn't heard last week's episode, listen, Dallas came in and laid on a, a big surprise to Crystal. Um, who's up in Canada and she's got, you know, kids to deal with plus her, her, her medical issues. So it's, it's hard, it's hard for you to get down into Atlanta and for them to kind of take the, the burden financially and everything off you and get you down there. It's, it's, it's awesome. And um, it, honestly, I truly mean this out of anyone in the DDP community, there's not a single person who deserves it more than you. Oh, and I'm, thank I'm proud you. of you. And, well, uh, I was, I was, I was thrilled when I heard that. I'm like, Oh, that is, that is just like, that was so cool. I was like, oh, that that is just like the best thing. Have you have you ever been there, Crystal? Is this your first time going? Um, it's my it'll be my first time going to the PC, but I've been to Georgia before. But yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, you're, yeah, the the the, the, P, the, P, the PC is um something special. I mean, it's it's um the PC is the place to be. Yeah, it, it, it is, and, it, and the funny thing about it is, and this blew me away when I went with the fir- for the first time two years ago for the first uh, Ultimate Workshop in December of 2015, I was blown away by how it just sits there on, a, like, you turn the corner and it's there. Like, I'm thinking, knowing Dallas's personality, you're, when you hit George, you're going to see these diamond cutter hands up in the sky, like, pointing, <laughs> pointing with the fingers, like, this way to the PC. All of a sudden, right? you turn and there it is. It's Bam. like well, but when you walk in fitting. that door, you yeah, it's fitting because, like DDP always says, out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so um, excited. We got only a few minutes left, and I want to do this real quick, Jerry. We were talking about this off the air. We're gonna a new segment here. We're gonna ask our guest, and, and we're gonna all answer. What record, uh, or if you don't work out to an album or if you don't work out to music, 
uh, something that pumps you up, inspires you. We're going to get a little DDP radio playlist going eventually. So I want to put you on the spot. Uh, if you need a minute to think about it, I can go to Crystal uh, first. But um, which uh, record gets you fired up? Which record gets you inspired? What band gets you fired up uh, to get your DDP yoga workout in, whether you're working out to it or just, uh, you know, getting you uh, in the space to uh, drop some diamond cutters? Favorite workout song, without a doubt, is LaGrange by ZZ Top. Ah, oh, good one. Nice. And I will, I'll even go to say my favorite, my well, my favorite band, like I can listen to for a, for a whole extent of a work for a workout, is uh, Springsteen. Oh, geez. and I have I, I have to do that because I'm from Jersey. <laughs> and That's Dusty awesome. uh, Dusty Hill from uh, ZZ Top has got some health issues, and I know he's a big wrestling fan, so he always used to bounce around the wrestling shows. So uh, best wishes to him, and of course the boss. I know Kat, Kat Arnett and uh, Eric Turner and I will trade Bruce Springsteen uh, clips uh, at nauseum. It's brilliant. The greatest songwriter ever. I'm going to put you on the spot. And I just I want to ask you, well, you don't need to tell me who it is. Are you a Robin Sparkles or are you a Robin Daggers girl? Because the Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you get oh, that reference. It's a How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Daggers. <laughs> so what's what's your what's your what's your album or music or band of the week? Okay, so my playlist today in the dungeon was brought to you proudly by Godsmack. That was what got me. It is very cold in Canada today. It's minus twenty seven, so I needed something to get um the fuel pumping a little, so that's what happened here today. Awesome. And uh, I'm going to go with uh, – uh, I'm in between two, but seeing Alabama has been in the news a lot lately. I'm going to go with Drive-By Truckers, Jason Isbell, Patterson Hood, Mike Cooley, and a uh, really cool band from Alabama. And with me, I don't know about you guys, but for my workouts, I don't do the whole fired-up thing. I don't do the high-energy stuff. For me, I need a, an album that's going to just, like, ease my brain and just put me in the zone and so I can focus nothing on just me and – me and my, uh, you know, my body be working as one. And it doesn't have to be a hard song. It doesn't have to be a, so- a soft song. It just has to be something I can get lost into. And uh, Drive-By Truckers for me is one of the uh, the great rock and roll bands uh, in the world. Uh, so well, that, that was my That's awesome that what you said about having something like, like not so much like uh, when you think of the DDP, DDP yoga, uh, hardcore, you know, I like that, but. I close every one of my classes, especially in the summertime, because I, I here at the Jersey Shore we do it out we, once a month. We do a, a benefit for a good friend of ours, and we uh, we do classes outside the Cape May Lewis Ferry where I work, and we get these beautiful sunsets. And there's a song. Don't know if you've ever heard, ever heard of it. it. Was I think it's a '70s or '80s song. It's called Suavecito, and it's by a group called Malo M A L O, and it is like a nice slow down chill out song and I play it every time and I get lost in that song. That's awesome. And that's that you is know, awesome. The music sets the mood, it sets the vibe, it sets the uh the time and I know we're all all of us are, are bookmarks. A lot of our lives are bookmarked by songs or records and albums and you know, yep. there's nothing better to connect you with your body and connect you to your sweat and your mat and your workout than uh, a, good, a good tune. And uh, we're going to start doing that segment real quick. But we're almost out of time, and I just saw him on here waiting. He talked about Travis Roberts real quick, and we're literally getting kicked off the air in four minutes. So 
Uh, real quick, I'm going to bring Travis on. And uh, you said him there, and I just said him twice. And I think if you say Travis Roberts three times, he appears. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to grab uh, Travis. What's up, man? We got four minutes. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, kids? Hey, I, I, I had to come on here because you know, how's it going, there, Crystal? I'm so happy for you to get you you get to go down to uh, to, to BC. I'm really excited for you. Uh, you you're gonna you're gonna Thank have an you. awesome time. I'm so, so excited. Thank Jersey, you. And Jersey Jerry, you know, I had to come on with Jersey Jerry's on because Jersey Jerry is one of my favorite people with the mentor. Uh, he's the <laughs> king of the modifications. Uh, he he says that's all Jerry the is the guy that, that was that? I said, you say that's all the boys. Jersey Jerry was the guy that gave ball. me the name. Jersey Jerry was the guy that gave me the name Tenacious T. So you know, and I've used that. I've latched onto that and used that. Used that ever since. That's just a motivator for me because that, that's that's the creed I live by. So I, I really look up to to you, Jerry, and the effort well, and everything you. that you do. What's that? You are. I am taller than you. So yeah. Well, thank you and so you, much. Travis. And you also owe me. And you also owe me a steak dinner. I think I ever forgot. I it. do. Yeah. At some point, you know, broken broken butterflies and all that, right? Yep. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> thank you, man. We got we got two we got two minutes left. You guys can negotiate the terms of the steak dinner. Because before we go, I just want Crystal. I don't know if you're prepared or not, but we have our Canadian yep. quote master, Crystal Stewart. Uh, she finishes off the show with a quote. If we don't get through with this in time, welcome. See you next week. Uh, but, Crystal, roll it right here. Okay. This is from Albert Einstein this week, and it's really, really fitting. Um, and I hope it resonates with everyone. In the middle of every difficulty lies opportunity. It's perfect Beautiful. Yeah. for what we're doing here. Um, and, uh, awesome. you know, Jerry saw an opportunity when, you know, he needed a little bit of kick in the ass, joined the DDP yoga community, uh, worked his ass off. Now he's an instructor. Thank you so much, man, for being on the show today. We appreciate you. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you for having me. And just remember best Christmas movie ever is still a Christmas story and you'll and be careful or else you'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> Well, is it a threat? I don't know. <laughs> you never Thank saw you so much. Christmas story. I, I have. I have seen it many, many times. And I'm going to go with Die Hard as the greatest Christmas movie just to divide everybody because there's going to be a debate about that. But uh, we appreciate And now guys. I have a machine gun. <laughs> I, I, I want to apologize, first of all. I don't know. Ever Like halfway through the show, I just got my nose plugged up. So if you've heard me breathing on the air, I can't get the air in. So I don't know. I must be allergic to something in here. But I appreciate you guys coming on. Until next week, DDP Radio is live at ddpradio.com every Wednesday night. We will be back next week as we barrel towards uh, the Christmas season. And just remember, it's Christmas. We're all in misery, so you might as well kick, take that misery, turn it around, shove it up this uh, world's ass and, and kick some ass and power through and own your life because it's a wonderful life. So you might as well own it. And I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Crystal. Thank Until you. next week. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Don't, Thanks. Don't, wait, 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 don't forget. Don't forget to own your, your life. 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 Kicked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! Diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Wow. Diamond Cutter out of the power bomb.
going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.